Hey everyone, I'm Owen Hone and you're listening to The Conscious Podcast. Welcome to The Conscious Pod. My name is Carlos Cerullo and this is your place to cultivate wisdom, awareness, life insights to raise your being and become more conscious in your daily life. Hey Conscious Fam, welcome to the 37th episode of the Conscious Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this. It honestly means so much to me and to be at 37 episodes is just incredible. It's been such a big journey starting this in in January 2018 and now being at the end of December and how far this podcast, this community this um, awareness has grown is just unreal and I'm so grateful that you are listening, that you are sharing and that you're enjoying everything that is the Conscious Podcast and the Conscious Collective. So thank you so much. On this episode, I shared a conscious conversation with my good friend and legend of a guy, Owen Hone. Owen is the founder and head coach at Authentic Creation, personal trainer and nutrition coach. We got stuck into some real topics, including rewiring your blueprint, the power of being who you really are and how that affects your life, controlling your reactions, being the real authentic you, fulfillment instead of force, self-responsibility, growing in order to give, gratitude and so much more. Owen has such a good energy about him and I loved how open and honest he was about his journey and how he got to where he is today. So much wisdom to learn from and lessons to use along our journeys. If you have ever felt like you weren't being true to yourself and being the real authentic you, then I highly recommend listening to this episode. I really enjoyed this and I hope you do too. Before we kick it off, we have a review of the week from our podcast app that this lovely human has left and there's been so many come through which I'm my heart is so full so review of the week is Paige Deluvio I've recently started listening to podcasts and this is amazing and even that is a huge understatement this podcast is for people who wish to grow their mind learn and who want to start living consciously it is something that everyone needs to be listening to, and every single person can take value from. Each podcast has valuable lessons, new ways of thinking, new ideas, new ways to better yourself, and it really makes you question yourself and question how you live your life. How to be at peace, live more consciously, be in the present moment, and lastly, listening to other people's stories, insights, and life lessons is truly inspiring, motivating, and uplifting, with a whole heap of emojis at the end. So thank you, Paige, and thank you to everyone else that is sharing um, this podcast on their social media, that are leaving ratings and reviews. It helps me so much because it boosts me uh, in the rankings, and it gets this out there to more people so if you do want to leave a review if you are enjoying these of course uh, just scroll down on your your app that you're listening on if you're on the Apple 
app, just click on the Conscious Podcast, scroll to the bottom, and there's a way you can leave a five-star review uh, rating and then leave a review in a comment as well, which would be muchly appreciated. Owen, my man, how are you? What's up? Good to see you, man. Good as to always. see you. And uh, good to see you in Bendigo again. We were just discussing before, that's twice in a month. I know, it took us two years to actually <laughs> actually officially meet each other, and then here we are. And now it's just happening, and then I'll see you in Feb at the Conscious Retreat. Yes, mega excited. Mate, we're, it's aligning. It's the right time. Two years mm. ago wasn't the right time. <laughs> mm, exactly right. Uh, what have you been up to today? Uh, my wife and I are just moving, uh, moving home, so we've just built a new place about oh, a three-minute walk around the corner, so... Building flat packs, yep. which is mega exciting, uh, <laughs> and I've already made a few mistakes in that. So we did that last night, caught up with the fam, and now we're just moving a bit of bit of stuff across and getting ready to move in the in the new year. So awesome, exciting so stuff. Brand new house, brand new home, and and first first home for my wife too. Beautiful. Uh, so she's so excited. She's decked out all the colours, all the decorations, yeah. <laughs> bought a whole bunch of new stuff, and yeah, it's it's a, it's an exciting time. And although we love the place we're in now, we're, we're looking forward to to doing something and. There's a few more extra rooms for when we have yeah. kids down the track too, which is super exciting. Yeah. Awesome. And it's yeah. like you get to control all aspects of it just because mm. you built it. This is made how I, how we want it. Too right. And yeah. that's what Michaela's so excited about. Yeah. Mega excited about. Because so renting, you've got like that limited... You yeah. can, You can but bring you stuff to it, but yeah. you can't have exactly what you want. You can't put stuff on the walls. Yeah. yeah you can't kind of you know, customize it in the way. And like we've got a massive uh, study with a huge bookshelf that we've got all our favorite books in there and stuff like that. So... It's cool. Epic. Can't wait to visit in uh, in a month when yes. it's ready. Yes. <laughs> and you said you got extra room, so I'll keep that in mind. Got a spare well. room. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fold out couch. Always for you. But I'm living in the van, so it doesn't matter. I can park <laughs> out the front. <laughs> uh, what are you most excited about in life right now? I'm just excited about, I think, life in general. I've uh, I started my business with Authentic Creation uh, about six months ago, and we're getting ready to launch our first program in uh, early early next year but just in general I've had a I'll just reflect reflecting this morning actually about the amount of growth that I've had this year and just excited about how far I've come and what, what's coming next and I think I've kind of broken through a whole bunch of things this year and as I know for yourself as well and we're, we're doing some big things but I think 2019 is going to be the biggest year yet and I know a lot of people are like you know getting to to the end of the year and and you know sometimes we forget all the awesome things that have happened, but I'm just excited about what has happened this year and, mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful for that, but then also, you know, what we're going to be able to create in 2019. It's going to be yeah. huge. It's going to be huge. Massive. Like, the plan's already where... Mm. Oof, can't release too much, but exciting. Stay tuned. Very exciting. So, we've known each other, man. We met, you were in Canada. Mm. Yep. How did we get put on to each other? I think we were both running Facebook pages, just putting you know, good vibes out there. And That's I think right. I reached we, out to you saying, connected. hey man, yep. you know, we should connect. Yep. Super random. And yep. then super random also that we've kept in contact ever since two, two and a half years later. Yep. Never met. And then, as you said, we've just recently, you know, connected mm. over the last month. So, super random. And it was, you were one of the first couple of clients that I had through my Gratitude Mastermind. Yes. And so, we were in touch every day for 30 days going through that. And... Yeah, we kept in touch ever since. I think the vibe was right, connected and everything was like, yeah, I like this dude. I need to keep in contact with him. And now we're starting to do a lot. If you're in the Conscious Collective on Facebook, you'll see we're joining, we've are joining. we joined together on a few Facebook Lives. Owen's always uploading some awesome content and value. And um, 
If you want any more information about that, click on the link in the Instagram bio and you can uh, apply to be in that group. But for myself and a lot of the listeners that don't know you, what's a wrap-up of your life from start until now and everything you're doing now? Yeah, it's quite quite interesting because I've been doing more and more over the last 12, 18 months, uh, you know, and sharing my story and actually thinking about it a little bit. I think, you know, I, I think back and I started out life being a really shy uh, and anxious kid with just no confidence. And, you know, I think dad was around a lot, then he wasn't around a lot, and then my bro was born. Uh, and I had all of a sudden, I had no attention from my parents. And, and that just made me really, really insecure, really insecure. And I just remember for most of my young childhood and then, you know, even in my teens as well, just being really, really shy and, and just struggled at life <laughs> is one way to put it. And I just had a lot of pain. I always was, was trying to impress people, trying to, you know, why, how can I get people to like me, essentially? That was my story. And, 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 and over the years, I guess, I, that created so much pain inside of me that I just wanted to do something about it, period. I just wanted to be more happy. I just wanted to to feel better about myself and be confident because I just hated the opposite. Yeah, you know? I just hated the opposite. And uh, and I guess I got I fell into into the trap that a lot of us fall into. That maybe when I become something great, maybe when I go and achieve something awesome, I tried to do it through sport. I tried to do it in my work. I tried to do it everything. How can I be the best? How can I be the best? And you know, I might have fleeting moments of feeling good about myself if someone gave me a compliment or if I achieved something, but straight away. Two seconds later, I was there. Was always feeling like, like there was something missing. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if you can relate, but like just the, something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And I fell into that trap of if I get this, then I'll be happy. If I do this, then I'll be able to feel confident in myself. Yep. And and it wasn't until probably three four years ago when I attended my first Tony Robbins event and started to find his stuff that I discovered that I had it all the way around the wrong way. I was trying to get the external to feel the internal. And and then I discovered that it wasn't that I had to get something. It was that I had to find out how to rewire my blueprint, my the way that I was seeing the world, my beliefs, my my values, my rules for how life should be. And instead of trying to get something to feel something, I, I discovered how to feel what I wanted to feel up front so that then I could actually go and create. And the and, and again, I was reflecting this morning, since I made that realization and, and started to put that stuff into practice, like my life has just exploded. I've started to get all the things that I've wanted to get. Like I just, I've increased my income by about 30K this year. I had like three promo- promotions in the last 12 months. I started my first business. I got my dream car. And that's not the cool thing. The cool thing is that I've been able to feel happy and confident in who I am and show up as the best version of me and, and actually feel good regardless of where I was at and these things have just come, yeah. you know, obviously through hard work but yeah. almost like synchronicities if that's the right yeah. word. Stuff has started to, to open up, you know, doing some more stuff with you, just yeah. connecting with people. And so my, my journey has been about really feeling ter- terrible about myself and, and not knowing how to feel good to overcoming that to now, you know, with my business authentic creation, trying to share that with others and help yeah help other people, you know, overcome the stuff that I have overcome over a long period of time. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. So what stands out for me in that is really that, and you did touch on it extra there as well, was you had the realization of it's not get the external things, then you feel the internal things. It's 
Feel, get the internal things. Feel the internal things. Be in the right state. Be fit for service. And then you bring those things into you. They just naturally come to you because you're the best, being the best version of yourself. Mm. And even when you said you, you took, you said, <laughs> you were like, I did the work. I did the hard work. It's taking that right, aligned, inspired action as well. It's not just sitting there going, I want all these things. Why aren't they coming to me? Law of attraction. Mm. You took the action as well to work on yourself to bring in everything you wanted. Mm. And I think it's not a matter of, yes, you have to create those feelings up front, but that's just to make it easier. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of it being a slog all the time and judging yourself as to why you're not where you should be or further along or feeling crap and not, you know, finding it really difficult to show up, yeah. just the, it just becomes easier because you're enjoying yourself, you're appreciating where you're at and where you've been and you're also pushing forward to where you've got to go. It just... I guess it, it's fulfillment instead of force. It's like that pull energy. You're being pulled toward, towards where you want to go instead of just sheer force because I found sheer force caused me to give up so many times. Yeah. Whereas now I've had some roadblocks and I'm able to keep going because I know that I'm in a good place. Yeah. Whereas the amount of times I just gave up because it got too hard was, was ridiculous. So I think that's probably the biggest realization I've had through being able to change how I feel internally first as opposed to trying to get the external. Yeah. And I think a lot of the problem in society is that it's those external things that are put so far on a pedestal that like you said once you get these things you'll be happy Mm. Mm. and that's uh you know marketing in every way shape or form (laughs) just creates that you know thank you i actually remember about two years uh, 18 months ago i was on the plane and like 15 times there was this ad with chris hemsworth using uh some kind of cologne and i'm like man I just want that cologne. Just subconsciously, I'm just like, you know, if I have that, then I'll be like him. Yeah. And I bought the cologne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I, it works. But the problem is that it comes into our life where we, we, we legit think that we have to have other things to feel good. Mm. And it's just conditioning. And I think that, you know, the conscious collective, the conscious podcast is that awareness and allows us to step in. But yeah. Yeah, interesting. That could be a whole other podcast about, <laughs> about marketing and, and yeah. oh, <laughs> subliminal messages. Subliminal messages, yeah. <laughs> what is... Actually, no. What Would you say you're living your purpose? Really interesting. 12 months ago, I would have said no. And for so long, I asked that question. What the hell is my purpose? What is a purpose? Everyone's like, live your passion, live your purpose. And I'm like, I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I buy it? Yeah. <laughs> Where do I get one of those? And uh, I had no idea. I had no idea. And I, I don't know where I came across it. I think it was um, maybe Marston, Marston Kip. I don't know if you've ever seen any yeah. of his stuff. But I realized that all of the pain and the stuff that I went through, although at the time I was like, why is this happening? Why can I break through? Why is this so hard? I realized that our purpose for anyone, I think, is to grow in order to give. So whatever we, we go through, like everyone goes through different mm-hmm. stuff. Everyone goes through different stuff and you might you might have had some really, really tough experiences. Like my life hasn't been that bad. Like I'm thankful for that. But we all go through tough stuff and we all have to eventually find a way to overcome that. So for me, purpose is sharing how I've overcome what I've overcome from being shy and anxious and having no confidence at all and, and not knowing what the hell is, is going on and not always needing to be liked to being able to step into my authentic self. And I think my purpose is growing and expanding, but it's how can I help other people experience what I've experienced and, and become more alive than I've ever 
been through just being me. Yeah. And I think that's why I was so attracted to you two, two and a half years ago is you're just super authentic. And that realness is just powerful. And I want to give other people that gift because there is no, there's nothing else that gives you the aliveness and the fulfillment than being you. Mm. And for me, that was a challenge. And I think for a lot of us in this day and age, again, comparing us, you know, comparing yourself in social media to everyone else, comparison is a thief of joy. We all feel like crap trying to fit into everyone else's mold. So I know that's a long, long-winded answer, but I think my purpose is helping other people discover how to be who they are already inside yeah. and just without that blockage, without that front, yeah. stopping them from, from showing it. it. It's a It's a crazy conversation because I even had the conversation yesterday with one of my best friends where it was like, you know, as humans, we're, we're people that we want to be around people. You know, we, we can be introverted as well and have our own space and that's fine. But when we're with people, are we our authentic self or are we being someone else? Mm. And then when we go back to being by ourselves, we're ourselves. Mm. So you'd know this from mm. having a wife and, and having a relationship for so long that if you can be comfortable around them, you're your authentic self, It's gonna they know who you are. Mm. If you're being someone different, and not being your authentic self, then you're going to have those feelings of, I'm not myself. I'm, I'm being someone else and it doesn't feel true to me. Therefore, you won't get those feel- those good feelings of fulfillment, um, happiness and all that because you're trying to be something else mm. for some reason. Could mm. be society, could be a partner, could be... But how good is it to be yourself mm. and to have people love and accept you as you are? Mm. You, don't have to, you don't have to try and be something else. Mm. And it's a, it's incong- incongruency yeah. when you're not being you. There's just the tenseness, there's yeah. fear, there's you think that you're going to be able to do what you need to do to be able to fit in, but the the reality is it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, yeah? we show up and we we try and say what people think that we should say. We we try and act in a certain way, but the reality is we just can't you can't keep it up it's exhausting you feel like crap and reality is people just think that you know people think you're nice but no one really loves you and no one you know really vibes with what you're doing especially in business too i've found the only way to create connection with people is to be your polarizing real self and just say what you need to say be you and that's what attracts your your tribe that's what attracts people that because people want to want to you know are attracted to people who are are like them in reality and if some people don't like you that's cool i set my own standards you set your own own standards i'm sure some people see what we're, we're doing and be like who the hell is this guy but then the people there's other people that we get messages from and just vibe with us completely and that's why i think we get on so well as well because we're just being real and we you know we get on with each other for that reason so it's just there's no other way to be but if i'd have told myself that even five six seven years ago it's it's uh, harder easier said than done yeah easier said than done but the the best and most valuable work you can ever do Mm. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm. I probably stole that from you, but I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sharing quotes. Okay. Uh, what is success to you? I think just being you, as simple as that is, mm-hmm. legit just being you, whatever that is. Being able to say clearly what it is that you want, go after what you want, being a good person, you know, giving to others without any expectation of, of return. And I'll admit, I've uh, I had to force myself to do that. I was a generally pretty selfish person, but we and it's also partly selfish as well because how do you feel when you do good to other people? You feel pretty good, so it's a it's a win win situation. But success to me is just being who you really are, 
because at the end of the day, that is going to mean that you're going to be kind to other people because we are kind at heart. It's going to mean that we're doing something that fulfills us. It means that we're going to be real and true to ourselves and that's fulfilling and that's happiness and that is ultimately success at the end of the day. And yes, there can be success materially, there can be success through goals, but ultimate success for me is that because that is that has unlocked uh, feelings that I never knew were possible and passion that I never knew was possible and just so many opportunities. So that's success in my eyes at least. Yeah. How can... How can someone, so if someone's listening right now and they're, they're thinking, okay, I haven't been my, my real self. I don't feel like I'm being my real self. How can they flip that? I think it starts with realizing that we, we matter and that by showing up as our, as our best self, we're able to add so much value to the world. And probably the best, best place to start is just to realize that you are perfectly, imperfectly perfect this way that you are. And that's the best place to start because for me, when I look back now, not being authentic and not being your true self totally comes down to just judgment and comparison. And because we compare, we're not quite there yet. And the reality is, is that there is all, there will always be someone that's better than you in some way, shape, or form. You know, I do it. Obviously, my gig right now is is weight loss and body transformations. It doesn't matter if you lose ten kilos and and have a five percent body fat and you're looking the best you've ever bet uh, ever looked. There'll be still someone that looks better. No matter how much money you make, you'd be a millionaire. There'll be someone that's a billionaire. You could be a really kind person. There's probably someone that's doing better things than you. And when we compare, again, comparison is the thief of joy and it just rips out any sense of of you being able to be you because you never can. You'll always never be good enough. So just that realization through practice and and sheer force sometimes that I'm so so awesome just the way I am. And I'm so grateful for who I am and how how I'm showing up. And although I may not be perfect, I love and accept myself right here, right now. Mm. and it's that acceptance which again it's a journey but just that shift in, in awareness knowing that you don't have to achieve something that you if you just give it time and, and just accept acceptance is probably the the word mm-hmm. that I'm looking for just accept man that's powerful because it connects back to what you were saying before it's all going full loop full loop full circle as well mm. so if you do need to go back click that 30 second rewind and go back and listen to that again such important points in there. What are you most proud of in life? My inner transformation. The fact that I have... It took me a while. I used to be just a really big victim. Something. It was always somebody else's fault. I hurt so many people and it wasn't until... When I was like 15 or 16, I met a girl who just showed interest in me, who became my girlfriend. And she helped me become more confident in myself, but mainly because I was getting confidence from her. Again, that external. She made me feel better because of her attention in me. And we were together for nearly three and a half years. I thought I was going to be with her forever. And she was my first love. And through my selfishness and through my inability to realize what my actions did to other people, I lost her. And it wasn't until that point that I flicked the switch and I said, not another minute will go by. I'm no longer going to leave my success or who I am up to anybody else. No longer am I going to make excuses. No longer am I going to 
continue to hurt people and then blame someone else. Like I lost my job around the same time, but it was always because he didn't give me the training. He didn't support me. He didn't teach me well enough. And there were so many stories that I had around it was everyone else's fault. But once I made that switch and I said, everything is my fault, like Gary V says, if it's raining outside, it's my fault. That just depth of level of personal responsibility. So I think I'm super proud of that because since then, I've been able to say this is who I want to be and create that. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to take it upon myself to say I want my life to be better and create that. And the best thing with for, for that is is that I've been able to show up with my wife and give her so much more of what she deserves. I've been able to show up through my business and helping other people because I've shown up and taken re- responsibility for who I want to be and that's allowed me to help other people more. So I think first I had to fix, not fix because I wasn't broken, but first I had to work on myself and then that's allowed me to help other people and that's something that I'm mega proud of because I've, I created that. I created that and I don't say that in a way of like, oh, hey, I've done anything awesome because it's not that. It's just that I'm proud that I don't make excuses and I didn't make excuses and I've made it happen and then that's also allowing me to show up in the world in a better place and help people as mm. well, if that makes sense. So you became more self-responsible for your life. Yeah. just Your actions, your life, your decisions, your choices mm. and not let it mm. be other people that decide that for you. Mm. And the reality is we... If you're watching, if you're listening to this or if you want to achieve anything in your life, you'll never get it through thinking that anyone else is going to give it to you. Yep. Yeah? Like at the end of the day, no one's going to give you money or give you a handout or no one's going to... You you know full well that anyone mega successful for the most part is, you know, have gone through really, really tough things and they created their own shit themselves and, and at the end of the day, nothing can hold us back. And that's the belief that we all need to adopt if we want to create some kind of greatness because if we adopt that, then the reality is nothing can hold us back because we'll always find a way. Mm-hmm. So personal responsibility, I think. If I was to share to everyone listening right now or, or someone asked me what's you know the biggest thing that you need to adopt if you want to be successful in anyone's terms, that would be personal responsibility. Realize that you are where you're at right now because of the choices you've made or haven't made, because of the decisions you've decided to make or haven't made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it is, that is all there is to it because if you, it may not be your fault that you got fired from a job, but it's your responsibility to realize that you could have done better, that you could have made more calls, that you could have been more enthusiastic and in relationship and that's been a big transformation for for myself and my my wife, like it's been really tough because we're really, we're kind of opposites and oh, well, she should be more like this. She should pay more attention to me. But the reality is that's not my fault. But it's my responsibility to show up and give her what she needs so that then she can be ultimately happy and, and vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Vice versa. But I, if you take that responsibility, then it's amazing what happens because you do your part and then everything else just opens up. Yeah. So it's just massive. Mm. So many good points in that. I think you're going to have a lot of quotes for this one. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to take out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What is the worst thing that has ever happened to you and how is that the best thing that has ever happened to you? I, that's a really interesting question. I'm really fortunate that I, I've, I've been through pain in my life but there's never, there hasn't been anything that's been, you know, that I would say was a horrible, horrible thing and there's been so many people that I'm sure that have gone through way, way, way worse than what I have. 
but I always probably come back to the pain I felt from losing um, my partner at the time that I just shared then. It wasn't necessarily the worst thing, but I I was just I was depressed. Yeah, at like, the time ne- at the time it was at the, the at the time thing. it was yeah. it was the worst. It was the worst because I'd attached to her my identity of of who I was. I guess she gave me this attention, and and I finally was able to find someone that I was connected with, that I was in love with, that made me feel all those feelings and then I lost it through my own stupidity and I can just remember like being in my bedroom just like sulking and just crying and just like not what a tough 19 year old should be doing (laughs) and but what came of that was basically the story I just shared then that was the catalyst that said hey from this day forward I'm unstoppable no one's going to stop me I am not going to let myself go through this pain again because I chose not to do what I needed to do and own own how I needed to be in this relationship so not the most horrible thing in terms of what's happened to me but that's definitely probably one of the most powerful moments that I look back at that caused me a lot of pain that that caused me to grow so much and was probably a turning point in my life Mm. and it goes back to what you were saying before of the responsibility taking that responsibility because we can't change what's happened. We're going to stuff up in life. Things are going to go wrong. You're going to make mistakes. You don't want that to happen, but it happened. And I can relate from my first relationship making all the mistakes. But it's important, like you said, and like I have as well, to realize what you've done. Self-responsibility wasn't their fault. It was mine. And now take action to not make that happen or to put in processes or thoughts or beliefs in place so that in the future it doesn't you don't put yourself in that situation from those choices you've made mm. and you become more aware mm. of what you're doing become masters of learning shit the hard way yeah <laughs> <laughs> then there's the other side of that where people stay in that zone of their struggle like I need to be feeling down I need to be doing this all the time mm. and again it's I think it comes back to that self-responsibility to go, well, if I'm still in this zone and I'm always feeling this way, something's not right. Something needs to change, whether it's getting help, whether it's doing something different. But if you keep doing that same thing and feeling the same way, then what's going to change in the next three, six, 12 months? If nothing changes, nothing changes. (laughs) There's another quote for you. If you want something to change, change something. Seriously. So true. It's like, nah, it's not just going to get better yeah. by chance. It's like parents aren't going to step in and mm. help you out. Someone, Look, you could meet someone on the, on, on the street that helps you out, but self-responsibility as well, mm. taking that aligned action. What is the best advice you have ever been given? Two things, because I'm going to give you props here. That number one is if you can't control the situation, control your reaction to the situation. Mm. We seem to be stuck on personal responsibility here. But the reality is, is that the only thing that we can control is our thoughts and our actions. We can't control the weather. We can't control an angry customer. We can't control 99% of life. And it's so easy. This, this, This changed my life, just this awareness. You know, you get an angry customer instead of, oh, why can't they just be satisfied with what's going on? Oh, people always like to whinge and complain. You get caught up on you, you get caught up on it. It makes you feel like crap. 
It's the kind of stuff that ruins your day. Nothing pisses me off more than people that complain about the traffic. It's like yeah, the traffic's always going to be busy, especially if you're in Melbourne. You're going to get stuck behind people that drive slow. Oh, but the traffic was bad. That's why I was late at work. I was like, no, you didn't need to leave earlier. <laughs> but we, it can be really easy because there's so much stuff outside of our control that we try and control the uncontrollable, which causes stress. It causes anger and it can literally control your life. Yeah, because we can't control pretty much everything. So that realization that if you can't control the situation, control your reaction. Because if the traffic is bad, you can control your response to that. Okay, that's all good. Why don't I put on a the conscious podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it. just chill. Just do it. Great advice if for anyone's listening. Uh, or if there's a, an angry angry customer, that's cool. How can I serve this customer? How can I use this as practice to... Well, how can I learn from this? Mm. If the weather's bad, how can I appreciate the rain? <laughs> how is this allowing me to appreciate the sun? Like, you can't control what happens, but you can control how you think about it and you can control what you do next. Even if you make a mistake, can't control it, it's done. What can I do next? Controlling what you can control, it switches you from being at the mercy of the world to putting you in the driver's seat where you become unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I really fully owned this, like I have a story or a belief that I will achieve anything that I ever want to achieve. Nothing can stop me because of that. I can control my reaction, my actions and my thoughts and because of that, nothing will ever stop me. Yeah. So that's probably the best advice because if you really lean into that, it's just so powerful. Nothing will ever drive you. You will be in the driver's seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second thing is gratitude. <laughs> when we are in Canada, I... You know, oh, do gratitudes, do this gratitude thing. It's just the most hippiest thing ever, right? Like, what the hell? Got to have a gratitude journal. <laughs> that was my thought at the time. But again, the reality is is that we we are programmed to focus on what's not right. Uh, we wake up in the morning, we're worried about what we didn't do yesterday, what we have to do today, what we're fearful of. Like, that's just how we're programmed. Like our old school brain from way back when that hasn't evolved, we're just programmed to be that way. Shit's tough, life's bad, ugh. So gratitude was just, it's rewired me, man. Because <laughs> when I'm stressed, it's like, now, what am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. Why am I grateful that this is happening? Yeah. yeah. But even just now, I think because I've done so much gratitude stuff that automatically my head's just going, what am I grateful for? And reality is if you ask that question and you feel something, you feel grateful. And there's no room in our heads, regardless of how big your head is, <laughs> for any more than one emotion. So if you're grateful, you can't be stressed. If you're grateful, you can't be fearful. If you're grateful, you can't be angry. So just that shift in learning how to be grateful for stuff, again, just gives you power and puts you back in the driver's seat for you to be able to choose how you want to feel, when you want to feel it, rather than being driven by fear. And the cool thing is is that fear still comes up, yeah? I'm fearful every day. But now I have a a superpower of gratitude that is just like most powerful principles, so simple but hard to implement because you tell this to people and are they going to do it? Probably not. But anyone listening, if you want to change your life, implement a gratitude strategy. Yeah. Look it up, reach out to us, do it, period. Like there's not many things in life I'd say that everyone has to do, but unless you just wake up and you just love life and nothing ever bothers you, like Gary Vee seems to reckon he does, yeah. then do this shit, yeah. <laughs> so they're my two. Yeah, and they kind of go together as well because at the same time, like you... Ca- you're going to feel every emotion possible. We're a human. That's how we're built. Mm. You're going to feel sad, upset, happy, um, 
stressed even. Mm. But even in those situations that you can't control, like you were saying, controlling your reactions, but then going, okay, what is this teaching me? Why am I grateful for this happening? And trust me, it is so fucking hard sometimes. You hit the car in front of you and you smashed your car. You're not thinking, what am I grateful for right now? But what if you did? Instead of going, oh, my car, all this, all that, whatever, what am I grateful for? I'm alive. I could have been dead right now. That would be the worst case scenario. Tell me, have you ever been grateful and flicked the switch to from stressed or angry to grateful really quick and someone said, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> maybe that's just me. Why I say that is because I probably sometimes now bad stuff happens and I go go to yeah, the, switch. I feel good too quick. Yeah. And like, you should be pissed off about this. You should be angry. It's uh, like, why? I don't have to be. Yeah. Like, as long as we learn from the lessons, yeah. if it's a mistake, yeah. if you do something wrong, like, feel the pain of that not to do it again. Yeah. But we don't have to just feel crap about <laughs> things. If you run up the back of the car, you don't have to be angry and annoyed. Yeah. Like, that is a choice. And it's, you know, how do we want to live? Mm. <laughs> Man, there's there's so many. Picking one that comes to mind, I think one that stands out. <laughs> People just think you're weird. There's a there's a lot there's a lot to do with my my nieces and nephews because they're little they're little humans. They don't they don't know. They're just being inst- instinctual and and doing things that kids do. And um, my my nephew came up, Larry Milan. He he came up and he's like, "Can I have one of your strawberries?" And I'm like, "Yep." course you can and I'm like but don't put it near me because I'm wearing um light shorts um and I know you touch everything so you're gonna get strawberry all over me and um he ate his strawberry I made him stand a meter away and um then he came back to put it in the bin as he went to put it in the bin I'm in like side swiped my pants and red all over my pants still put it in the bin and I'm like I just said not to do that. Like, and but then it was like, you know what? It's not the worst case scenario. Just get a new pair of shorts or put them in the wash. Like, really? Would I? And before, I used to get so wound up about those things. Not, not to a, like an angry point of view, but it'd be like, why did he do it? Doesn't he listen? But the kid's four years old. Like, even if he, at one time, the little one that's two, my phone was on the bench. He just grabbed it and threw it. Like, <laughs> phone didn't break. But I didn't see it yet. But I was like, what are you doing? But then I was like, hey, like, I left it there. That's my responsibility. I'm grateful that the screen didn't break because if it did, then that would have been worse. But I didn't even look at the phone yet. So I reacted before I had even assessed yes, the situation. Yes. He didn't know. He probably does know. Like, Kids have their own little language, but <laughs> he was just trying to get attention, and yeah, that's yeah. what he did. So it ties in with both of those, the reaction and the gratitude as well. Mm. But I think, yeah, I could go on all day, so I'll stop on, on those. That's <laughs> no, <it's> so funny. <laughs> what, uh, what advice would you give your 16-year-old self? That's a really tough one because everyone used to say, don't care about what everyone thinks, just be you. And for someone that isn't being themselves, that is the worst advice you possibly get. Because yeah. like, how? Someone that's got anxiety, how? just oh, yeah. just breathe. Just I can't breathe. breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> that's exactly right. So do, do what you love. I don't know what I, I love. Do what you love. Yeah. Yeah. No. Find your passion. Just find your passion. You'll be sweet. <laughs> so that's a really interesting one. I think it comes down to, again, I'd probably start with gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
being in in where I was when I was 16 and being so fearful and still anxious and wanting to be the best and all that kind of stuff it was all again just comparison it was all I I was thinking that I needed that to feel good Mm -hmm. I was thinking that I needed to be the best to to feel love or connection or happiness Mm. so start with start with gratitude because then you can appreciate who you are and what you already have and if I had started this then that would have just shifted me in so many ways because 100% where I was at was totally because I was focusing on the wrong stuff gratitude shifts what you're focusing on what you focus on you feel so I would have started there and and then again just the whole acceptance thing like practice just accepting how you are and showing up and decide okay this is who I want to be and accept some people will love you some people will hate you some people won't care mm. hmm? and realize Re- that regardless of who you are regardless even David Beckham has people that don't like you exactly or maybe he doesn't but when you're David Beckham like. I'm sure there'll be someone <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true and that's uh, you will always have someone even if you're trying to to be nice to everyone, someone will still say, that guy's too nice. Mm-hmm. He's just a fake. So you're going to, that's a really good one. Someone's like, people are going to hate you. People are going to dislike you. Oh, Owen's hard truth. Yeah. <laughs> people are not going to vibe with who you are regardless of how you're showing and up. And that's so, a good thing. Exactly. You might as well show up as you. Yeah. And then that way you can be consistently that way. You won't have to force it. It'll just be you. You'll find some amazing people that you'll connect with. You'll be happier than, than you've ever been. You won't attract people that aren't like you, which is good anyway. Yeah. You're not going to attract people that bring pain into your life and just practice that. So mm-hmm. self-love and acceptance and, and gratitude because it's all about rewiring your focus and your perspective on how things should be. Yeah. And if I had done that like I have done now, the shift is just powerful. Yeah. So that would probably be, have been the advice. I don't know if I would have listened. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I would have been a good place to start. <laughs> it comes back to me in thinking, what, what is your fuel? If your fuel is what other people think, then you're all, like you were saying before, you're always at the mercy mm. of them. You're always at the mercy of what the weather's going to be. If you wait around for, lucky we live in Australia and most of the days are sunny, but for the sunshine, what if, what if it rains for a month? You're going to be unhappy for a month mm. just because of the weather? just because this one person doesn't like you you're not going to be happy or feel worthy I'm sure we've all had many friends in our life that come and go It's there's a reason for that mm. and that's perfectly normal mm. and okay that's so true and that fuel just runs out and it's not there consistently you can't live yeah. off it forever and that's where it's like I had a big period of my life yeah where yeah okay I'm succeeding yeah, okay, I do a good thing. I play a good game of football. Uh, I do something. I wear something nice. I get attention from girls or other people. Awesome for five seconds. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable. Mm. It's not sustainable. So you hit the nail on the head. That even goes back to the money thing. The more money I make, the more people will like me. Mm. It's like, no, the more... People like me, you the more are, money I'll yeah, make. Yeah, <laughs> That's the thing. Like, yeah. And like you were saying, there's always going to be someone with more money. Mm. What fuels you authentically and then focus on that. Mm. Lean into that with everything you've got. Yeah. How do you think... We'll just answer this. How do you think people can become more fulfilled in life? Progress and service. 
Growth, progress, and service. Grow, because that equals progress. Progress equals happiness. Even if we're not where we need to be, if we're better than we were yesterday, that feels awesome. Tell me that growth is not the most fulfilling feeling ever. And when, I think Tony Robbins says, if we're not growing, we're dead. You're either moving forward or you're dying, period. And I know there's been times in my life where I haven't been doing anything and you may have awesome stuff, you may have lots of money, but if you're not growing, you're just, you're dying and it's a horrible feeling. So I think growth is massive. That's why I'm just fully obsessed with personal development because every time you grow, there's an element of pain there, there's a little bit of frustration, what can I do? You, Oh, wow, that's what I have to do. It's fulfilling. And then again, growing so that you can give. I went through that so that then I can help someone else. There's no better feeling on the planet than helping somebody. And again, I will be vulnerable and say that I have to force myself because when I used to hear this, oh yeah, that's cool, but what about me? But what you what you realize when you start to give, like I remember when we were in Canada and we went through a drive-through at McDonald's and there was this homeless guy there and he was asking for money. And I'd previously had an experience where I, a guy's like, oh, I just need a burger, I just need a burger. Okay, no worries, I'll buy it for you. He's like, no, no, just give me the money and I'll go up and get it because I want to choose. Yeah, no worries. Okay, give him the money, he just runs out. <laughs> so you're like, is this going to help? Well, it's not even going to help. But then later on, I, I, I gave it to this person. Mikhail's like, he's probably just going to do something silly with that. And it's like, well, I can't control that. Yeah. But how good does it feel to say that I've been willing to help? And so I think that that, I don't know what even what the question was. What's what? There's a secret to being fulfilled. Yeah. How can I? How can people become more fulfilled? Yeah. yeah. Grow and then give. Grow and then give. Grow and then give. Grow and then give. Because that'll never stop. You can never run out of that. You talk about a fuel. Like you can never stop growing. There will always be room for improvement, and you can never stop giving. Mm-hmm. And that just fills fills you up. And even like what we're doing right now, we're so present and so here because we are sharing stuff that maybe someone will vibe with and this will help somebody mm-hmm. and that's just an amazing feeling and we're being authentic and just being real we're sharing our growth and that's going to help people how powerful is that mm-hmm. and it's just it's not forced we don't have to come up with the answers it's just realness so that's fulfillment mm. there's also a lesson in there and it's go buy the burger first and give it to him <laughs> that's a good lesson <laughs> Don't fall for the trap of that. <laughs> you can help, but you can be more specific in how you help. Yes. <laughs> Control the help. What is a big problem that you think needs to be talked about more in society? I feel like I keep saying the same answers for all of your questions, but it's my... It's theme, yes. Pe- people need to become who they really are, mm-hmm. period. That's the problem in society. Yeah. At the end of the day, we are so caught up and it's our own fault as the world. You know, as we spoke about marketing before, we can, we've conditioned ourselves to want to be someone else, that we need something else externally to be able to feel the way we want to feel internally. But if we work on ourselves and we're able to figure out who we are and start showing up in that way, I, have, I just cannot begin to put into words how it has felt the last 12, 18 months to do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you, you, can, you can relate. But there is no greater feeling, like there's no greater drug than being who you are. Mm-hmm. That's what society needs. That's what's missing. Because if everyone's doing what they, they love, they're sharing their story, they're helping people by sharing what they've grown through 
and giving that through service. The world's a better place. We're all happier. We're fulfilled. So that's what society needs. Mm -hmm. And we need to... This podcast is what society needs because awareness. Awareness. Realizing that 100% personal responsibility is needed and that how you feel and everything that you've achieved is based on what's going on inside and you can do something about that. Mm -hmm. And... And we are asleep as a country, as the world, for the most part. Most people don't realize that their thoughts uh, and their beliefs and their values and their rules for life that have been conditioned into them are changeable. Most people don't notice the stories that are holding them back. Most people don't notice their rules that are making them stressed. Mm -hmm. So I think what we need, the world needs, is just to just lean into that and to figure out, figure out that uh, and become aware just to become aware because once you have awareness, even the awareness sometimes is enough to break the pattern and allow you to do something different. Mm -hmm. And like, I think even, even for myself, like the story of I can't express myself because I won't be liked. You'll be judged for those. I'll be judged. Yeah. If you're not aware of that story, it's going to drive everything you do. I'm not going to speak up because what if I'm not liked? But then all of a sudden, I become aware of that story and it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying to myself. If I speak up, then I'll be judged. I won't be liked. No wonder I'm not speaking up. Do I want to speak up? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Maybe I can change that story. Yeah? I, if I speak up, I can change the world. You can create... Like, this. stories are stupid anyway. Like, none of them make any sense. You might as well have stories that empower you. Yeah. If I speak up, I may change one person's life and that's worth it. Yeah. If I speak up, I'm going to feel alive. And the awareness alone, what is it? And then you can create a new mm. thought. You know, Why do I always do this? Ah, notice that there. You, know? you can then interject and install beliefs, yeah. thoughts, stories that suit you. And the problem is with our stories sometimes, as you know, they may be intellectual. Ah, uh, I just, I'm no good at sales. Yeah, maybe you're not that experienced, but that's going to stop you from actually trying to do sales in the first place. The question is not, is this story true? It's, does it serve me? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, create a new one. <laughs> yeah. Because the new story could be, I'm the master of sales and nobody can stop me because I sense what people most need and I break them through no matter what. Is it true or not true? Who cares? Does it mm-hmm. serve you? If you had it, it would. So, awareness and authenticity. Yeah. You toned that up to like 10x. Even the first step would be, I'm willing to learn sales. I'm willing to get good at this thing that I don't yeah. know. Through exact, through practice, I will become amazing at it. Yeah. Like whatever. Just whatever is going to help you. Mm-hmm. But awareness. Yeah. yeah. And I think what you were talking about before was why we want to be liked is because back in... when you know, primitive days is that if you weren't like you were kicked out and you of the tribe and you probably got eaten by an animal or something and that's understandable so we want to feel liked like it's i like to be liked and i hate to be hated like i feel like a lot of people would have that or most people would have that but you know how good it feels to be liked for who you are Mm. and you attract like you're saying you your mess is your message you you share the authentic you like on this podcast man we get so vulnerable so deep and to some people, it's like, why would you share that? And it's like, well, I know other people have been through it. There's not anything I'm going to go through that somebody hasn't been through and can relate to. Mm. And when you can, then you feel a sense of, oh, it's not just me. What did you do to, to get over this? Or what did you do to improve your situation? 
then you can connect. But being your authentic self, like you've, you've said at this whole podcast, which is a great theme to it, and I love it coming into the new year, is just, yeah, work on being your authentic self because that is the best feeling you can have. It's the game. Yeah. How can I find my purpose? Hmm. Take your time. Realize you can't buy it at Coles or Bunnings. Bunnings has everything. You still can't buy it there. <laughs> and if they did, it would be 10% lower mm. than uh, wherever you got it from. <laughs> Actually, if it's at Bunnings, I'll let you know. You'll get a good discount. <laughs> um, how can you find your purpose? First of all, be really patient. Worst advice ever for someone who really wants their purpose, but be patient. Mm-hmm. Look at what you've gone through and what you've struggled with and what you've overcome. It doesn't matter who you are. We've all gone through stuff. We've all learnt to overcome fears, challenges, anything. If you're earlier on in your journey and you're still going through stuff, just put the purpose thing on hold. Just get through what you're going through because when you get through that, then you have something that you have grown from and then you have something to give. Mm-hmm. So find out what it is that you've learnt, overcome or discovered that you enjoy talking about and then put that out there. Simple as that. And and when I when I realized that, it was like it took the load off my shoulders. It wasn't like I have to find the perfect thing. It was just legit. What have I gone through that obviously I love talking about this stuff because it's changed my life. So it's easy to talk about. It's so when people say passion, it's easy to get passionate about because you've you've done it enough so you're essentially good at it and then away you go. And, you know, some people are, you know, fortunate. They, they might have been in sales for 10 years and they're just a gun at sales. And that's their passion because they're awesome at it and they like helping people. But it doesn't, it can be even more simple than that. Like, you know, mums that learn to, to, to deal with a busy household and be happy. Like if you've overcome that, you can share and help other people with that. And and your purpose too, it doesn't necessarily need to be around a business either. Like your purpose can just simply be helping other people what you've overcome with and being a good person. Yeah. Um, I'm still like, it's an ele- evolution, absolutely, yeah? Like I don't know if this is perfect or if I'm 100% on the right track. I'm just leaning into it and it feels good. So that's my definition of a purpose. And so be patient, pay attention to what, lights you up and what you've overcome and lean into that. Mm -hmm. Love that. If this was the last time you see me and I asked you to teach me something tangible that I could use in my life every day to improve my life, what would you teach me? Develop a morning ritual. Because I remember, again, attended first Tony Robbins seminar three or four years ago. Knowledge through the roof, mind blown. And that's the problem when we listen to, like I've listened to thousands of hours of content on YouTube, on podcasts, and we know a lot of stuff. Like, and many people listening to this, we know a lot of stuff, but there's a, knowledge is only potential power. Knowledge is only potential power. If you don't use it, (laughs) it's worth shit. Being a good person feels good. Well, it doesn't work if you're not a good person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the reality is I went through... It was probably still 18 months, two years from there where nothing had changed. And I realized that I was still still stressed. I still wasn't feeling fully 
confident in myself. I, I still wasn't allowing myself to feel love. I wasn't making the progress I wanted to make. And the reality is I hadn't put into practice anything I had learnt. So one of the most powerful things that I implemented from there was to introduce a morning ritual because what that does is it allows you to program yourself on a daily basis based on who you want to become. Mm-hmm. And if you do that consistently, it is so tangible that if any human being picked this up and did it, it would change their life. And I follow a morning ritual at the moment uh, that I picked up from a business program that I'm in where the guy, our CEO, learned it in a program that cost him like 125 grand. But it doesn't have to be complex. It's just a matter of basically... I was going to say, what, what is that? What is your routine? So, Give us the $120,000 yeah, piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's basically four songs that you listen to that you've picked specifically for yourself that are going to take you through a journey to basically say, basically with this morning ritual, if the level at which you nail it is going to be how you show up for the day. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to get is if you're someone who's fearful, if you're someone who has limiting beliefs, everyone, if you're someone who wants to be better at something, leaning into this is going to make you blow up in a huge way. And I would say my growth in the last six months, probably the, the biggest thing has, that has helped me get there is this morning ritual. So the first song you put on is something that makes you feel grateful. So I think I've got like a Titanic theme song, not like the really lovey-dovey one, but just one of the instrumentals. And the first half of that song, I spend saying out loud anything in my life that I'm really grateful for. So close my eyes, hand on the heart, what am I grateful for? So I'm grateful for my mega comfy bed, grateful for coffee, grateful for my wife, grateful for Carlo in this podcast, grateful for Georgia. <laughs> what am I grateful for? Second half of this song, and obviously you've got that song, it's a, it's a music anchoring exercise too. So that song comes on, I'm feeling grateful. Second half of the song is what do you appreciate and are grateful for about who you are? Mm-hmm. So Owen, you're, a, you're an amazing human being. You care so much about other people. You're showing up as the best version of yourself and you're changing lives. And this can be really difficult and brings up a lot of emotion because you're for once actually appreciating who you are. Mm-hmm. And so go through it, just, just ranting basically. What am I grateful for? What am I grateful about myself? That song finishes. That's kind of a, a feminine, slow song where we're taking that time to get grateful, yeah? Get into that state. Second song is lifts the intensity. So you're going from really feminine slow song to a really masculine let's get fired up song Mm -hmm. so i've got killing in the name of rage against the machine fires me up this is where you just light up i've you create five to ten empowering beliefs that previously i've gone through what are my five to ten limiting beliefs and what are five to ten empowering beliefs that i can replace them with to flip that yeah so you've got your beliefs there i've got them out my phone and you're just yelling them out like with full emotional intensity as if like I am the most, like I I show up with love and leadership because when I own my truth with passion and purpose, I become fully alive and I'm unstoppable. I'm an outstanding sales genius because when I get on the call, I do whatever it takes to break the person through. Yeah? yeah. Just full on, this is who I, who I am, this is who I want to become. And over time, like, you just believe that shit. Like, yeah. you say it with enough emotion, enough, enough intensity, and it's not just an affirmation. This is, this is ingraining it and etching mm. it into your soul. 
yeah? So you do that for the whole entire song, you just psyched up. Like this just gets you vibrating mm-hmm. at a whole nother level. <laughs> I was just about to say, the energy would be unreal. I'm just, just getting excited thinking about yeah, it right I can, now. I can see it in the change of how you're <laughs> sitting in your face. Yeah. It's full on. And then next song, again, it's like an instrumental. This is a visualization. So you go into the next song, which is a visualization. You put on a nice, calm song that you can just relax into, hand on your heart. And this is where you visualize being and having already achieved whatever your goal is. So for, for me, it's changing 1,000 lives and creating a multi-million dollar coaching business. Mm-hmm. So visualizing and actually seeing crystal clear in my eyes, achieving that. How am I helping people? How am I showing up in the world? How am I communicating? I always see myself shaking Lewis Howes' hand and Tony Billio, whatever his name is, going on epic podcasts, being super happy, changing lives, just seeing it happen. And obviously, one of the best ways to change your identity and who you are is to actually see yourself achieving it, yeah? Seeing it already done. So that's what, what that process is. And then last, you go on the last song, and this is a dance song. This is the fun, right? You put on your favorite dance tune, you just go crazy and dance around the room, like just mental, as best you can. Guys sometimes struggle with this if you're, they're particularly masculine, uh, and girls will generally struggle with the, the more masculine belief song, yeah? But... If you do this full out, like I've done this in, in, in groups with the, with the group that I'm in now, you see people that are bawling their eyes out. You, like when you first do it, it brings up a lot of emotion because you're like, you, you're starting to like, you know, really mm-hmm. own who you want to become. And anyway, that's, uh, I don't even know what the question was. What's the most tangible advice you can give? Yes. Morning ritual. <laughs> Whether it's as intense as that or simply waking up, what are three things that I'm grateful for and visualizing what you want, want to achieve? If you do that consistently enough, you're going to rewire your brain to think a different way, to feel a different way, to, to believe that you can do something different. And that's the most tangible thing for me because that is actually something that any human being can do. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do something and be something different, you can just restructure and rewire yourself. And again, you, you sense through my change of state then, yeah. like how I feel after I've done that is just next level. Yeah. And it just allows me to show up in the world in a, in a whole different way. That is an awesome piece of tangible advice. So again click the 30 second rewind a couple of times and go back to that listen over take notes that's what I love about these podcasts there's so much juicy stuff so when I'm editing I like go back take yeah. notes it doesn't work if you don't do it yes <laughs> you can't yeah. just plan it and, yeah. and not do it and the funny thing is I love it so much but my my mind or body still <laughs> stops me from wanting to do it it's like no I don't need to do it today I don't need to do it today which is really weird take a day off it's alright yeah take a day off and then I use that as research how do I feel that day or even I don't know about you, but it's like, this isn't working. Mm. It hasn't It hasn't worked. It's been a week. It's been a month. Mm. You haven't got all the things you want. It's consistency every mm. single day. Yeah, it's building that muscle, building that bicep, mm. doing the curls. Mm. Yeah, You're not going to get a great body through lifting one weight once and eating a salad once. <laughs> Do it every day. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Shit. thought if I went to the gym once a month, I'd be... Aren't even no time. Oh, you just need to follow that ten day juice cleanse. Yeah, I'll lose thirty kilos. Get around that. Look, I got a friend that's got these pills. <laughs> you <laughs> don't eat food. Just take the pill. Don't get me started. Anyway, let's. That's another tangent. Um, <laughs> what is most meaningful to you in life right now? Love. I think. I was trapped thinking that if I was able to be significant enough 
and to get the things I want that that would give me love. But the reality is, is that it's inside of all of us. Mm-hmm. And that's being prepared to love who you are. It's being prepared to love other people and help other people. And I still don't even fully understand what love is, but it's just a, it's all that matters. Mm-hmm. It's all that matters. And we just, we have these fronts and we have these fears and we feel we have to be a certain way. And it's all because we just want to fit in. We want to be liked because ultimately we want to be loved. You know, our biggest fear is that we will not be enough and therefore we will not be loved. And the reality is, is that learning to give that to yourself and like people listening to this podcast, I will assume that you are all really hard on yourself and that even though you're probably doing amazing things, that you still feel bad because you're not further along and you feel bad because you haven't done something to your own standard. And love is simply also just being able to accept where you're at right now regardless of whether or not you're all the way to the end. And loving yourself is, okay, today I feel like crap and I've still got to make 20 sales calls and saying, I'm going to call it a day because I need this for me. Mm-hmm. It's being able to just give yourself the the love that you would give other people and that we do give other people to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because you give it to yourself, then you feel it. And also if you give it to others, you feel it as well. And that's just something I, it's a work in progress, to be honest. It's still a work in progress, but I just know that that's, that's the secret to life. Yeah. That's what it's about. Love that. What impact do you want to have on people, the community and the world? I want people to realize that regardless of where you're at, that you can change. That you, if you're in pain, you can be out of pain. If you, if you are stuck, that you can become unstuck. I want through what I do... is to show people that they can be whatever and whoever they want to be. My biggest why right now is the fact that I know I'll have a couple of little critters running around in a few years and I can't even, I can't even imagine what it would be like trying to say to them, you can be anything you want to be if I'm not being that. So I want to be an example to other people and show people that they can be anything that they want to be, really, Mm -hmm. truly, and not just like, oh, you can be whatever you want to be, no, but legit you can't. Because I think even people that listen to this podcast will automatically think, oh, you know, these guys are just naturally confident. They just naturally the way they are. Like the first time I filmed my first Facebook video, I filmed it like 65 times. Like I started on a word, I stopped, like I struggled. And people see the end result. We mm-hmm. follow people, you know, you see your Tony Robbins, you see Oprah, you see anyone, Will Smith, you see all these people that are just mega successful. And we think that they're just like that. But the reality is they created it for the most part. Mm -hmm. I want people to realize that I want to show them who I really am and who I was and how I've been able to change and hopefully maybe just inspire someone to realize that they can do it too. Mm. It's definitely a journey, a unique journey for everyone. Mm. Mm. Don't, Don't compare and just realize that you can create what you want. There's a lot behind the Instagram picture. Mm. Heaps. Heaps. Let it inspire you. That's all you should be doing. Yep. What does it mean to be conscious? To have awareness of what is really going on. And 
it can be really easy to get really woo-woo when we talk about conscious, but I think for me, it's just what's going on in my head and what's driving me? Why do I think the way that I think? Why do I do the things that I want to do? That for me is consciousness, at least in the way that I that I see it. It's just awareness of what's happening and why, and through that awareness, being able to interject and install whatever the hell we want to install and create who we want to, want to create, as opposed to having our partner say something and then we just explode. Why did you explode? How is that triggering you? That's awareness. Mm-hmm. And instead of having this evil little devil just inside your head, just like moving you around like a puppet, which can happen to us and still happens to you and I, I'm sure. There's things that we're not aware of that are driving us. But that's... Speak to yourself. I'm conscious, Carlo. I'm, you're just over there, I'm Zen, the Zen master. <laughs> For those of you who can't see this right now, Carlo is... Uh, I'm levitating. He's levitating. Off the table. And he's just vibrating greatness. <laughs> But for any of the lesser, lesser humans around... Uh, we're, that, that is a joke. That is sarcasm. Yes, I do get the devil from time to time. Don't worry. <laughs> so I think that's it for me. It's, it's just it's yeah. awareness. It doesn't mm. have to be any more than that. Mm. Where can people see more of your stuff, your events, your value, your goodness, your Facebook lives, your rants, your flow, your light? Owen Hone 23 is my normal Facebook account. Come and check out my stuff there. My business account is at Owen Hone Official. Uh, I'm a bit slack. I'm just on Facebook primarily at the moment. Uh, And I've got some other stuff coming around. But just jump on there. Send me a friend request. I'd love to connect with you. And if you vibe with my stuff, drop a comment and say hello. But that's that's. I'll make it easy for you. Just Mm. jump on Facebook. Type in Owen Hone. O-W-E-N-H-O-N-E. Uh, it'd be good to have you there. Yeah. And all those links will be in the show notes as well. And whatever device you're on, if you just scroll up in the description, there's a clickable link that'll take you right there. So we've made it even simpler. There you go. Um, and definitely reach out. If something in this has resonated with you, if you've loved um, one thing, but I know you're going to love a lot of things, reach out to Owen on Instagram, Facebook. Let us know. Leave it in a comment. Leave a review and, and write it in there. Um, we will reach out. We will talk back we're not robots we do see our messages and do respond um and i think man i just want to say thank you so much for for taking the time today to, to sit with me share this conscious conversation but also the friendship that we've had even though it's been virtual for the past two years um uh, even connecting with you twice uh, for an hour each has been has been unreal and and the stuff you're doing inside of the group the stuff you're doing in the world um your authenticity and sharing that message with everyone and, and doing the inner work yourself to become fit to serve everyone else and, and lift everyone else up. It's it's really admirable um, and I've got so much love for you, man. So thank you so much. Back at you, brother, too. Uh, let's acknowledge Carlo for a minute because you're bringing all this, bringing us all together. And the man My who, le- the man who levitates <laughs> and his head is going to weigh him down. He's going to fall off his levitation. But no, thank you for everything that you do- you're doing as well. We all appreciate it. You're welcome, brother. All right, guys. So if you did enjoy it, make sure you do follow, like, send a message. We'd love to hear from you. And apart from that, make sure you're being the real, authentic you and keep sharing the love. Take care, guys. Peace. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. Hopefully, you got some insights and values to raise your awareness. If you like the podcast, please like, share on social media, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. 
You can also keep up to date on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, both handles are at The Conscious Podcast and also my personal account, which is at Carlo underscore Cirillo. Until next time, take care and be nice. <laughs>